from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much for joining in today live from America, right here from the live free or die state of New Hampshire. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. This is Live from America, and this is Tuesday, June 8th, year of our Lord, 2021, and I am simulcasting right now both on Rumble and on YouTube, so let's just see how it works. I do want to go right to giving some live shout-outs just to see how both platforms are working. So if you'll just give me a little bit of uh, leeway here, I'm going to go to YouTube first. Uh, Jason Hurd says, back on YouTube, only to simulcast. Like, the show's going to look a little different until I can get it all uh, looking exactly the same. But I want to make sure that I have the... uh, the accessibility out there for everybody to be able to enjoy the show. And a lot of people haven't been able to to, uh, to get on Rumble for whatever reason. So I just wanted to make sure that there was plenty of um, accessibility uh, so people can watch Live from America from from everywhere. So Wendy from P, uh, from Pennsylvania, good to see you. Uh, you're on YouTube. I'm, I'm doing some YouTube shout-outs right now. Tiffany Lee from Oklahoma, good to see you. Jamie Shire, how you doing? Good to see you. Claudette says, hi, my kids, and I love watching you. Well, thank you very much. I really, really enjoy hearing uh, all of that from, from everybody about who watches in the family, if the kids watch with you. It really is inspiring. I'd like to give a shout-out to James Bow from New Mexico and Steve Derry. Uh, he says, good deal. Glad you're here. Thank you very much. Natasha Byram. Tucson, Arizona says hello. We've got uh, Vince Villanueva from Southern California. Let's jump over to Rumble real quick and give some live shout outs over there. Corn Pop says watching both. Or they are both working. That's great. That's awesome. Corn Pop, uh, it's always great to have you here. And uh, <laughs> sometimes I wish it was the real Corn Pop. Who knows? It just might be. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're watching on Rumble, please do me the favor. Like and Rumble the video. And please copy the link and share it over on your um, on your Facebook pages, on your Cloud Hub pages, on your Twitter pages, whatever it is you got. Bill Sieber from Kansas is watching on Rumble. Good to see you, brother. It's nice to, uh, it's nice to have you here. Kristen Donovan says good morning. Good morning, Kristen, to you. Karen uh, from Connecticut. I have some Connecticut news this morning. I usually don't have a lot of news coming out of Connecticut, so I'm excited to uh, to bring that to you. Um, let's see. Joe from Nebraska. Love the show twice a day. Thank you very much, Joe. I appreciate that. Um, we've got um, somebody said... <laughs> Uh, Shiketch says oldie but goodie here. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, Jeremy, Deb Yoakum, Mountain City, Tennessee is in the house. How you doing? It's good to see you, girl. I appreciate you joining in today. Uh, a couple more here. We've got, um, <laughs> Alyssa says Corn Pop was a bad dude. You're dang right. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> Oh, it's just so great. I just want to make sure that we're working on both platforms here. It looks good. Looks like we've got a combined audience of about 3,000 right now. So if you guys could do me a favor, get that out there. Let everybody know where they can watch live from America. Amanda Collins says, I'm on both platforms. Shout out to Amanda Collins. I love you so much. You are such a great 
a great, dedicated, loyal fan of Live from America, and uh, I can't wait to get your whatever it is you're sending next in the mail. I saw your email or your uh, message this morning, so I appreciate that. Carla Reynolds watching from North Georgia. That's, uh, what is that, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene country up there? Uh, we've got Green Bay, Wisconsin in the house, and one more, Debbie from Maryland. Good to see you. Thank you so very much, Debbie. I also want to give some shout-outs. Well, not really some shout-outs. Some I just want to talk about a few things here. Um, Barbara Peterson. Now, Barbara Peterson reached out to me, and uh, this is some sad news, folks, but it's good that she has a family here in Live from America to be able to reach out to. Uh, Deborah Peterson lost her husband on June 6th, ladies and gentlemen. That was... That was just a couple days ago. So I would like to ask for prayers from all of you. You guys are an action-itemed audience. You guys are all about getting things done. If it's a prayer request, if it's calling somebody, if it's if it's reassuring somebody of uh, that they have somebody to lean on here with, with the Live from America family, please keep Barbara Peterson in your prayers, folks. It's very, 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 very difficult, I imagine, to lose the love of your life. I hope and I pray that I leave uh, before Sabrina because I don't know if I could live without Sabrina and I know Sabrina is strong enough to live without me. Uh, so I, I, I can't imagine what you're going through, Barbara. And I just want to tell you that I love you. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I truly, honestly love you. And um, like I say, when I meet anybody, when I come through their state with the Save America Freedom Tour bus, it seems like we already know each other. You know, so it's, I just want to let you know that there are people here for you and uh, we'll be thinking of you and we'll be praying for you as well. Okay. Um, also, um, Winona in Colorado, she lost her husband two years ago and I'm sure she went through the same thing. So Winona, if you're watching, maybe you and Barbara Peterson could, uh, could connect. You guys could maybe exchange numbers or emails and maybe that you can help her through these rough times. For the both of you, I want to let you know that you are incredibly strong. You are incredibly loved, not only by everybody here on the Live from America family, but also from God and every angel in heaven. And I know for sure that both of your husbands are up there right now, probably, probably hanging out together, and they didn't even know each other. You know what I mean? But God brings us all together in mysterious ways, ladies and gentlemen. He really, truly does. Um, I'd also like to say hello to Christy Keel. Uh, Christine Keel, I'm sorry. Christine Keel expressed her gratitude for the show this morning and how much the show means to her. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the, the inspiration that I get from all of you uh, who watch the show and, and, and let me know what it does for your life, it's truly amazing. And it really, really uh, helps me further my, my quest uh, and my journey with Jesus and my determination to do the show. Also, I got two massive boxes of brand new King's James Version Bibles. It does not say on the packing slip nor inside the box anywhere who sent them. So if you did send them, please reach out to me and let me know that you were the one that sent them because I thank you so very much. And speaking of Bibles... I just packed up another 10 Bibles to send out this morning. Not only Bibles, but also Jesus Calling books and others that were requested through the Bible request. Um, if, you, if you do request something, I want you guys to know I have women's study Bibles. So please let me know exactly what you're requesting. I have women's study Bibles. I have Bibles for very, very small children, like uh, first children's Bibles, toddlers. I have Bibles for teens, boys, and girls. I have action Bibles, which is more like comic book, uh, you know, narrative uh, style uh, Bible. And so if you have young boys, that, that might be interested in that. I have uh, all types of different styles. So please request 
whatever it is that you want or whatever it is that you think you might want to read and then I'll try to get it to you. And if I send you something that you didn't request, it's just because I didn't have what you did request and I'm trying to fulfill exactly what it is that you are looking for. Also, there's about 10 people who ordered hats and glasses before we sold out of the glasses. I still have not received the new order of glasses because they're on back order. So what I'm going to do for those of you who have already purchased the hat and glasses is I'm going to send you the hat and I'm also going to send you a pair of black and gray American uh, flag sunglasses for now. And when the new ones come in, I'll send you your new one uh, because I just don't want you to go without. So my wife will be doing that today. And I would like to read for you before we get to the verse of the day, folks, I would like to read to you. Uh, Woody1980 says, how do we receive a Bible? Just go to jeremyherald.com and uh, there's a, there's a, uh, a tab in which you can, if you just scroll down on the first page, uh, probably about three quarters of the way down, there's a request a Bible section. It's right above the newsletter. So you can request a Bible right there, and I, you know, I just want to get them to anybody who actually needs them, because you know that's that's the greatest thing that this show ever ever thought of doing. So I would like to read an email from you that I got yesterday. Now you guys all know that on JeremyHarrell.com there's an American Strong Companies tab, and the reason that I started that was it was a directory that you guys could all go to to see if there's somebody online that you could buy some, a product that you could buy, or maybe even a business right in your own very in your very own state that we could keep all of our money and all of our business together, kind of like the Democrats do. And so it's a free directory. If you have a business, you're more than welcome to submit it on America Strong Company, and we'll get it up there as soon as we can. I want to read to you an email that was sent to me by Steve Colen. Colen or Colen yesterday. And um, it's, it's amazing. It's exactly why I created the America Strong Companies tab. Are you ready for this? Check this out. He says, Jeremy, I wanted to send you a note regarding the America Strong Company on your site. I had an estimate to get my car worked on, and the amount was $416. I saw on your site a local tire uh, center that was only 15 miles away from me. Now keep in mind, his, his quote was $416. He looked up this tire company that was on the America Strong Company page. It was 15 miles from his house. He says, I want to support LFA companies and fellow patriots. I told them the work that I needed done, and the quote from them was $190. Dollars. It literally went down, folks, $226, all because of this family that we've created here. It's truly amazing. And he says the quote was $190 from an America Strong Company. Great idea, great concept. Keep up the work and give a shout out to Lake Villa Tire Company in Illinois. Okay, well, I want to show you exactly what he's talking about. So if you go to jeremyharrell.com, I'll transition this over for you to see here, and write... You can see, uh, if we scroll down, the company is right here. Lake Villa Tire and Service. It says, we are the one of the leading auto repair companies. And you can see here, the, uh, the, the uh, web address, let me just scroll up here, is www.lakevillatire.com. might be Lake Villa, but I think it's lakevillatire.com. But that's the power of the show, folks. That's the power of the show. Together, we saved Steve $226 to get the same repairs done. If that's not incredible, folks, I don't know what is. I mean, that is so, so awesome. Again, if you're just joining in, we are simulcasting on YouTube and Rumble, so you can watch the show on either one. Um, and I'm doing this at risk, ladies and gentlemen. I am doing this at the risk of having Rumble, I mean uh, YouTube, shut us completely down, okay? Okay. That's what that's the risk that I'm doing this at, but it's okay. 
It's okay. Uh, I will not change the way the show is. I will not change the way the format of the show is just to please a platform. If YouTube ends up shutting us down, then they shut us down. I'm still going to do Live from America the way I want to do Live from America. I'm probably going to end up deleting the live video on YouTube after just so you guys know and just so you're aware, okay? Kat says, Jeremy, when are you guys going to be in Michigan? Great question. Um, we're gonna be, I'm going to be adding this up today on the JeremyHerald.com uh, events page tab. Uh, we are going to be in Michigan on the 28th. We are going in Muskegon, Michigan. We are, and it's going to be a big show, and I'll, I'll explain a little bit more to you guys tomorrow about it. We're going to be in Ottawa, Illinois on the 29th for an evening show. I believe it's 7 to 8 Central Time. And we're going to be in Wisconsin on the 1st in Madison, Wisconsin. So, Muskegon, Michigan, Ottawa, Illinois, and Madison, Wisconsin, for everybody who's wondering. All right, folks. It is that time of the show where we drop everything. We drop everything that we're talking about. We, t- we stop talking about social media. We stop, stop talking about digital TV. We stop talking about Live from America, and we start talking about God. We start talking about the Lord, because without Him, and without His grace, and without His mercy, I wouldn't be here, you wouldn't be here, none of us would be doing this. So, let's set it all aside, let's clear our minds, let's take a deep breath, and let's go to the Lord. The verse of the day today comes from Psalm 126.5, or Palmas, if you are corn pop. Psalm 126.5, and it's a very simple, very short verse, and it says this, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Sounds pretty easy, right? Well, let me go and read what I, what I wrote, okay? Sounds pretty self-explanatory. Well, easier said than done. I can tell you that. This verse is requiring you to have a massive amount of faith and the ability to stop what your natural human emotions want you to do and look at things from another perspective. Being in that space between your past and your prayers for your future is a very difficult spot. It's called the present. And that is where fear, anxiety, depression, grief, suffering, and many other emotions reside in the present. As a matter of fact, most of us try to think of the past, the future, a vacation, or a trip. And pretty much anywhere but here and now. Many of us, if not all of us, try to flee from these emotions, especially the emotion of suffering. However, those are those who are willing to embrace the reality of the human condition and the reality of this life and the suffering that we experience will be blessed beyond all belief. Think about that. We are slave to sin and emotion. That's just the sad reality of this life. But you don't have to be. You can embrace the present and be free from those feelings by looking at what you have and what God has blessed you with, rather than reverting to our default setting as humans of looking at what we don't have and what we think we need to be happy and free from this sadness. You have to be willing to lose, to let, excuse me, you have to be willing to let those emotions out and free yourself. Your time spent with God is special. It's, time, it's a time to laugh. It's a time to confess. It's a time for discussion planning, and yes, even a time for crying. Your tears represent your emotions. 
It's okay to let them out. In fact, you should let them out in the presence of God. Focus on the cross and the suffering that was endured there for you. Let out those tears to God and receive His grace and His mercy. Receive His love and accept His assistance to break you free from the chains of emotion. The gospel promises this to all of us, and I hope this morning's devotional speaks to you clearly in the name of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So folks, that's really what it boils down to. What resides in the present, and what resides in the present is our emotions. And how we let those emotions um, guide us is up to us. We have the choice. Amen? So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Lord's Prayer, and then we will get started with the first and foremost section right here on Live from America. You know the deal. Corn Pop, are you ready? Are you ready? My Live from America family, are you ready? Well, let's get ready to rumble, and let's say the Lord's Prayer loud and proud. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Woo! Woo! What a start to the show today, huh? We got about, wow, we've got about, let's see... Six, seven hundred people watching on YouTube and almost 5,000 people watching on Rumble. Please, ladies and gentlemen, share the video as we get ready for Live from America, the first and foremost section today. Now, I do apologize for those on YouTube. For those on YouTube, you will not be able to see my screen changes. You will not be able to see what I bring up on my computer, and that's only because I cannot figure out this virtual camera stuff that goes from one platform to another, but I promise... I will. I told you we'd start simulcasting. I told you we'd go to digital TV. While I may be thinking that I can get it done a lot sooner than I can, I am getting there. The first and foremost section today is Democrats are now going to turn up the heat on Senator Joe Manchin and Senator Kirsten Sinema. They are not only uh, turning up the heat on them, their fellow Democrats are actually running hit pieces against them. On TV, on commercials, on Facebook, On YouTube, on all social media platforms, their own fellow Democrats are now running hit pieces on their fellow fellow, uh, senators. And not only the senators are doing it, the, um, the the Speaker of the House is doing it. And other House members are also doing it. They are coming out against Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin in such a way that it may just drive Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema to the Republican side. Are they Republicans? No. Not the Republicans that we are. Are they what the Democrat Party has become? No, they're not even that. The Democrat Party has left them. The Democrat Party has been hijacked by progressive left-wing socialists, and it has hijacked the party, and it has left them. And now their own people are doing hit pieces against them and even, ladies and gentlemen, looking for candidates to replace them in their states. The problem with that is, is that Senator Kirsten Sinema and Senator Joe Manchin, both of them aren't up for re-election until 2024. And the biggest reason that their own party wants to get rid of them and the biggest reason that their own party is running hit pieces against them 
is because they will not vote to federalize the elections and they will not vote to end the filibuster. And I applaud them for that. I want to bring up a story for you. And for again, for those who are on YouTube, you will not see this. And I'll read it for you. But let me go ahead and transition this over for those who are on Rumble so they can see what I'm talking about here. A major Kirsten Cinema supporter demands that she help kill the filibuster. Okay? So uh, for those on YouTube, what this is showing is a picture of Kirsten Cinema. I want to read this to you. As Kirsten Cinema continues to defy pressure from the Democrats to help kill the filibuster, a major Democrat in the state of Arizona has told her to get in line with President Joe Biden's agenda or get out of the Senate. Think about that. Get in line. Get in line with Joe Biden's agenda or get out of the Senate. What an incredible thing to say, especially since what put her and him in the Senate are the voters of their states. The voters put them there. And now we have people saying, get in line or get out of the Senate? Is that not quid pro quo? Is that not an ultimatum? Is that not one of the most disgusting things to say to somebody who's doing exactly what their constituents want them to do? It is, abs- I mean, and, and, and Republicans are not going, has, have never gone after Kirsten Cinnamon and Joe Manchin like this. It is only Democrats. So let's go ahead and bring that up on the screen again and continue to read. On Friday... Former Arizona Attorney General Grant Wood, a major backer of cinema during her run for U.S. Senate, told the Huffington Post that the senator must kill the filibuster so that Joe Biden can continue pushing his agenda. Quote, I don't think that Senator Cinema and every senator should support ending the filibuster for the voting rights bill. Oh, he said, I think that they should support ending the filibuster for the voting rights bill. Excuse me. Um, quote, to keep the Jim Crow filibuster while losing some of these basic voting rights that are central to our democracy is preposterous. Woods was equally critical of Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, who also stated that he will not kill the Senate, the filibuster quote, Senator Cinema should know that. And so should Senator Manchin at the end of the day, I am very hopeful that they will come around and do the right thing. But if they don't, I don't think they belong in the Senate anymore. I mean, what a stupid, ignorant, asinine, disrespectful, jerk thing to say. What you're saying when you say this stuff is you are literally saying that everybody who voted for them should not have voted for them. And here's why, because you're not doing what we want you to do. So this is a major donor and a major backer of Kirsten Cinema, folks. So what I say is, when we do our weekly calls to Senator Manchin and to Senator Cinema, we tell them, hey, for every dollar that you lose, and not that I want to say that we should fund Democrats in any way. This is not what I'm saying. This is not what I'm saying. However, should people like Kirsten Cinema and should Joe Manchin, um, should they lose all of the donations that are coming from major backers and should they end up getting ousted by the Democrats, should we come in and say, you know what, because you guys held the line, because you guys were, were stood up tall, and because you guys did what was morally right, we will actually donate to you. I don't know if we do that or not. we got to reward them somehow if they hold the line. Now again, there's going to be people who are watching the show that goes, how dare you say that we should donate to a Democrat? It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, what should we do 
to reward them or show them our appreciation besides a phone call if they hold the line. Because who would have ever thought, who would have ever thought, ladies and gentlemen, that the people that are going to save this country are the very same people that belong to the party of the communists and the socialists. So, I don't know. Um, Rag, Raggedy Ann says, Jeremy, I love you, but we're doing the same thing with Cheney and all of the other rhinos. I love you, but we're doing the same thing with Cheney and all of the other rhinos. Well, you, are, you do have a good point there. You do have a good point there. You do have a good point there. Um, the difference is, is the Democrats want them to blindly vote with how the, the established Democrats, the, the, like the, the top Democrats, they want them to blindly vote no matter what, do this, and, do, and do, no matter what it is that you believe in or whether you don't believe in, do this. What we're doing on the Republican side is we're getting rid of people who do not have Republican values in at the at the uh, um, in the voting uh, in the voting booth, they do not have the Republican values when they go to vote on a bill. They're literally not. I mean, we have value. We have a value system in the Republican Party. I'm trying to say this the right way. We have a value system in the Republican Party. The Democrats do not have a value system. Okay, we have morals, and we are and we are we have a path that is guided to us, guided from God for us. Okay, in the Democrat Party, they they just want them to vote blindly no matter what. It's whatever the flavor is of the month. So, I don't think that it's quite the same thing, but I do understand what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying. On the Republican side, we want them to vote morally. We want them to vote with, with, the, uh, with God and with, and, with, and with Jesus Christ and the Bible and the, and the traditions of the United States of America built on a Judeo-Christian uh, foundation. On the Democrat side, they just whatever the flavor of the month is, because we're the party of, of KKK and we're the party of racism, but yet we're now we're out there screaming Black Lives Matter and stuff. You see how they switch and change? Where the Republican Party says, no, the ones that change away from these values, the ones that end up voting like the Democrats, we're the one, we, you guys need to get out. So it is a it is a fight between good and evil, and there is a little there's a there's a bigger difference than you think there is between what we're doing with the rhinos than what they're doing with Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin, if that makes any sense. Okay, so there uh, it, it's great to have that debate, and I'm glad that you pointed that out because I really uh, I think that the way we just, the way you pointed that out and the way that I um, came back with with the moral system and 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 the flavor of the month changing whatever it is to, to, to appease this crowd or that crowd or the cancel culture, there is a big difference there, okay? So <clears throat> moving on, ladies and gentlemen, that's what's going on, and uh, we need to continue to call Senator Manchin, we need to continue to call Senator Cinema, and we need to continue to show them that there are people in this country who feel that they are doing the right thing. And I believe there's a majority of the people in this country who feel that they are doing the right thing. Let's go over and see some comments real quick on YouTube. It says, uh, Cassandra says, if God's working through them, the Dems don't have a chance. Um, that's right. That's right. Uh, Yvonne says, Republicans are putting God and the American people first. I agree. Julia, I'm so excited for you to come to Michigan. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm excited to come too. And Thomas Hammaker says, you're the man. All glory to God, my friend. Let's go back over to Rumble and see some comments over here. And uh, it says, Democrats are the masters of spin and projecting. I agree with that as well. Uh, Purple Cloud says, I would contribute to them. I, I, I might do that too if they hold the line. But we'll see how that works. 
And um, Beth Poole says there's a lot of crossover. KH1221 on Rumble says there are a lot of conservative and center-right people who don't claim the Republican Party. They need to be heard. Party is not the most important aspect. I agree, too. That's why I believe the GOP is done and the GNP is what we need to start marketing and start focusing around. Because the GNP, the Grand New Party, would include those center, uh, center-right center or even independents. It would include those folks. Okay? All right. Moving on, folks. Looks, looks like we got about 5,600 on Rumble and about 600 on YouTube. So we're, we've got a nice little crowd going here, and I'm glad that we can make the show accessible to many people. All right, folks, it is time for the first Dumb Dumb Award of the day. Go ahead and cue that Dumb Dumb music. (laughs) And is it going to go? Yes, it's going to go into the Swamp Donkey Bucket. And why are we giving a Swamp Donkey a Dumb Dumb Award? Well, why not, right? Anyway, this this Dumb Dumb Award is going to go to Governor Ned Lamont. So I said earlier that we were going to be talking about Connecticut. We don't really talk about Connecticut a lot because really what is there to talk about when it as it pertains to Connecticut. And not the people of Connecticut. I'm talking about the politics and the social uh, foundation of Connecticut, which has always been that way and which will probably be always always be that way. But Governor Ned Lamont will be signing a bill into law. And when I read what this bill is and what the law <laughs> is going to be in Connecticut, I literally about had a heart attack. For those who are watching on Rumble, let me show you exactly what I am talking about. This, <laughs> this blew my mind. Here we go. Let's transition this over, shall we? Racism is a public health crisis. A bill is waiting for the Connecticut governor's signature. And there he is right there. In all of his glory, the Connecticut legislature has passed a bill that declares a racism, <laughs> that racism is a public health crisis. And now the, only, the bill only needs Democrat Governor Ned Lamont to sign it to become law. After passing in the state Senate, the bill passed 114 to 33 in the House. The bill, which is devoted to health issues, states... Quote, it is hereby declared that the policy of the state of Connecticut to recognize that racism is a public health crisis. There, <laughs> unbelievable. There is established and truth and reconciliation commission to examine racial disparities in public health. The commission shall institution uh, the, shall study institutional racism in the state's law and regulations impacting. Public health. Now you now you ask yourself, how is this a public health issue? Well, they're claiming that uh, people in the minority communities don't have access to the same kind of health that people that are not living in the minority community have access to. Okay. Now we live in the land of opportunity, folks. We live in the land of the pursuit of happiness. You want it, you go get it. I can't tell you from myself, ranging to many many people that I know who grew up in squalor literally grew up picking cans off the side of the road to take to the Bottle Redemption Center so that you could get bread and milk in your house. Picking up cans on the side of the road so that you could get $2 of gas in your busted, broke-down, four-wheel drive that didn't work Subaru that was all rusted out. All right, With five kids in the family and only three people could fit in the car. Okay, That kind of stuff. We came, I came from that. I guarantee you that a lot of you came from that background. 
and you had the opportunity to get out and make something of yourself. I understand that a lot of things in society, especially people who go to jail and, and, and end up getting out, you, you, you live in a revolving door and it's very hard to get out of these, these situations in life. But it can be done. It can be done with, with uh, education. It can be done with even self-education. We have the internet nowadays. There's no excuse. And it can be, help, and it can be uh, done with the help of God. Okay, Going to Christ. The fact of the matter is, folks, this is virtue signaling, okay? This is virtue signaling so that you can open up uh, financial gain for people who don't really need it to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. And the fact that people that live in poorer communities, it's racist to, to, that they don't have IDs or it's racist that they don't have health care. I didn't have health care until I was 37, okay? It's, it's not a racist thing. It's just not. And so Connecticut, <laughs> the governor there, man, I tell you what. Kristen Donovan says, yes, it's all about choices. Harity says, total BS. I agree 100%. And um, Purple Cloud says, I'll bet they were white too, Jeremy. Yep, <laughs> they were. They were. Jen Jen on Rumble says, people have jobs. That's why they have better lifestyles. Again, this is the land of opportunity, folks. You can create anything for your life that you want in America. That's why it's so great here. Cassandra Geringer says, You're fired. And she must be talking about Governor Lamont. So all of you that are in the state of Connecticut, I do feel bad for what you're going through. All right, moving on. Let's go. We got another Dum Dum Award to give away. Back-to-back Dum 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 Awards. Cue that music. All right. We're going to give this dum-dum, ladies and gentlemen, to Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shay Moss. Do you remember these two? Do you remember Fulton County? Do you remember the things that happened with Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shay Moss? Do you remember the Shay Moss, the daughter, kicking out Republican poll watchers, screaming obscenities at them and saying how bad they were and how, the, how racist they were? And remember the video of Ruby Freeman? stupidly taken of herself running the same ballots through over and over and over again well ladies and gentlemen when you let god work on his time he answers all of your prayers he truly does when you wait and you have faith that god will shine through he does exactly that and he answers your prayers that's why you should thank god for answering your prayers before you even see them answered because when you ask for them he's already answered them they just might not come when or how you think they're going to come but god has answered our prayers here too folks because fulton county has now subpoenaed ruby freeman <laughs> soon to be ruby not so free men <laughs> and her daughter shay moss to testify in front of committees in Fulton County for their involvement in election fraud. Let's just say what it is. That's why they're indicted. I mean, that, excuse me, that's why they're subpoenaed. Now, YouTube's probably not going to like the fact that we're talking about this, but for all those who are on, on Rumble, I am going to show you right now exactly what I'm talking about. So let's bring this up on the screen here for you. Let's transition. So here we go. Georgia update, Ruby Freeman, who jammed suspects' ballots into voting machines multiple times on election night, is subpoenaed. Yesterday, we reported that Shay Moss was subpoenaed in Georgia for her activities in the 2020 election in Fulton County. 
Now it's her mother's turn, Ruby Freeman. Over the weekend, it was reported that Ruby's, Ruby Freeman's daughter, Shea Moss, who was also Ruby's boss during the election counting process in Fulton County, Georgia, was subpoenaed. Shea Moss was famous for kicking everyone out of the room where votes were counted in Fulton County and telling observers to go home. Then, Shay and others, including Ralph Jones and her mother, Ruby, dragged hidden boxes of ballots out from underneath tables and started running them through the machines. Ruby Freeman was caught on tape running the same stack of suspect ballots through the machines multiple times. I'm going to scroll down and show you the subpoena here. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There's the subpoena from the Cheely Law Group LLC in Superior Court of Fulton County, State of Georgia. Again, folks... God might not answer your prayers on your time. God might not answer your prayers the way you think he's going to answer them. But again, if you ask, you shall receive. And better late than never, because now those two will have to go and testify under oath and explain exactly what their role was in the fiasco, which is known as Fulton County, Georgia. Can I get an amen? Let me have a drink of coffee for that one, shall we? All right, moving on to some more dum-dums here. Let's talk about cackling Kamala Harris, the unqualified. 2% miscackling Kamala Harris herself. Would you like to know how weak and exactly how unqualified she is for the job of vice president? You probably all already know how weak she is. You probably already all know how unqualified she is for her job. But let me just reassure you, just in case you don't know, about exactly how weak and how unqualified she is, okay? First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up a video to show the folks on Rumble, but I'll, be able, I'll play it loud so that you guys can also hear it on YouTube. What this video is, is a video of Kamala Harris going to Guatem Guatemala. Now, first of all, you know that when she showed up there yesterday, first of all, her plane wouldn't even make it there. So she had to turn around, come back, and get a different plane. For whatever reason, okay? Then she gets there and she's met with tons of people, tons of people and groups out there with signs that say, Go home, Kamala. Trump won. Mind your own business. Get out of here. Pack up and leave. Okay? Well, it actually got worse for her because... <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and play this video. I'm going to turn up the volume here. This is the Guatemalan president... Telling Kamala Harris, cackling Kamala Harris, to put on her mask, even though now she's walking around with no mask on because she's, you know, she's got the double jab. So she's walking around with no mask on. And the, and the Guatemalan president tells her, put on your mask. And she actually goes back over to the pulpit, grabs the mask, and does exactly what he says. Can you imagine if another world leader said to President Trump, go put on your mask? <laughs> He'd say... And then he'd say, Nobody cares. <laughs> Let's go ahead for the people on Rumble so you can actually see this this uh, this actually happen. For those on YouTube, sorry, you guys don't get to see. But it is what it is. Transition the video over. Let's watch it now. Play that beautiful bean footage. For those on YouTube, they're coming together after they get done speaking. He says, go put on your mask. She goes, oh. She walks back with this look of disgust on her face that she just got scolded. Walks back, puts on her mask, <laughs> and walks out of the room with the Guatemalan president. 
Wow. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is how weak she is. Now let's talk about how unqualified she is, okay? Because during this joint press conference where she was getting grilled by international press, they were, they were asking her about the southern border. They were asking her about her role in the southern border, what role she plays, and why she hasn't been there. And she went on to blame... Well, first of all, before even she blamed anything on anything, the Guatemalan president said that the crisis at America's southern border is not the Guatemalans' fault. It's not our fault. It's not our people's fault. The crisis at the American southern border is the fault of one person and one person only. That is your president, Joe Biden. The Biden administration is responsible for the crisis at the American southern border. That is what the Guatemalan president said. And this is how unqualified she is. She comes back and, and says, she argues that, and she goes, well, it's actually the fault of climate change. I'm surprised that she didn't have a puppet of Greta Thunberg there so that she could go, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you take away my childhood? How dare you rub your elitist... Uh, money in our faces. How dare you not fight climate change? I'm surprised she didn't have a little ventriloquist doll there of Greta Thunberg to say that. She actually went on to argue the Guatemalan president who said that the fault of the southern border crisis is lies on your president. She argued that and said, no, the fault of the southern border crisis is because of climate change. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Climate change? <laughs> I can see it now. A bunch of people in South America. A bunch of people in Guatemala. Oh, life, life conditions are hard here. I really can't take it here anymore. I can't take how I'm poor. I can't take the way that the government runs here. I can't take the socialism way of life. Oh, man. Oh, this is all your fault, climate change. You are doing this to me. You are destroying my life. I'm going to pack up and I'm going to go to America where climate change doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> how do you even say something so, so we've seen how weak she was by having another world leader tell her, tell, us, tell her what to do and now we see how unqualified she is because she can't even come up with a decent response even if she did want to argue even if I, I could have argued that better than she could have and I'm, I'm not even on that side I could have literally argued that point I would have been lying but I could have argued it better than our supposed VP. That is how unqualified she is, and that is how weak she is. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> hey, cackling Kamala Harris, when you speak... Nobody cares. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. She also echoed what President Trump said in that press conference. What do I mean by that? Well, they tried to reverse every one of President Trump's policies because they didn't like him, because Orange Band bad, because of TDS, right? That's why they try to completely get rid of all of his policies. But slowly but surely, they're starting to re-implement his policies because his policies work. They're trying to, they're trying to start building a wall again. And then Kathleen Kamala Harris actually echoed President Trump in her speech down there and said to the people of Guatemala, do not come, do not make this treacherous journey do not bring your children. Do not come. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that made Airhead AOC very, very upset. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she got so upset that Kamala Harris went down there, cackled her way through the press conference and said, do not come to the people making their way to the southern border. So that prompted AOC to get in front of a camera and make a statement and say that cackling Kamala Harris's statement of do not come was disappointing and not a good message to send for people trying to flee terrible conditions. So she's upset. So now we got some people who are upset in the Democratic Party at each other. And not just at Kirsten Cinema, and not just at Joe Manchin, but we've got Airhead AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez now mad at cackling Kamala Harris. So I can't wait to see where that goes. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like an episode of some Sweet Valley High 7th grade teenager girls arguing and fighting about stuff that doesn't make any sense they do not have any points and they're just sitting there trying to get more likes and views from their friends on social media they're completely unqualified both of them both of them have an iq lower than my height which is only 5'8 by the way which is what 68 inches i bet you that cackling kamala harris and aoc alexandria ocasio-cortez have Less of an IQ than 60. I bet they do. Anyway, AOC is mad, so watch out. <laughs> I've hit that button so many times. Speaking of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, La Abuela de Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which is the grandmother of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, we spoke of her the other day and how she's living in these terrible conditions, and it's all Trump's fault. It's all Trump's fault that mi abuela is living in such such terrible conditions because he didn't give them any more funding after they lied and were found to have warehouses full of stuff from the last stuff that he sent them. So abuela's house was all tore up. Did not look good. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez made the treacherous journey down to her abuela's house and took pictures of it and put them on social media. Even though she makes almost $200,000 a year, she could not help. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, grandmother. But have no fear, folks. Have no fear. Because the conservatives stood in place. And they stood up tall. And now this one conservative set up a GoFundMe page for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's grandmother so that they could raise money for her (laughs) to fix up her place and have better living conditions. This, ladies and gentlemen, deserves... The Smarty Award of the Day. So let's go ahead and cue that drum roll, please. The Smarty Award of the Day today goes to us conservatives who always take the accusations and the names that the Dems throw at us, you know, like deplorables and and all these other terrible, terrible things. They call us insurrectionists, all this. And we turn them around and we use them for our good. Well, this is how smart this guy was. He starts a GoFundMe page. Okay? The GoFundMe page reaches (laughs) $100,000. It reaches $100,000. And I I couldn't help but think to myself, can you imagine how AOC feels knowing that the racist, xenophobic bigots that she hates so much actually helped her abuela out when nobody else in her party would, including her, 
who is related to this woman. So we have now raised $100,000 in the name of conservatism, patriotism, and family, and unity. <laughs> we have raised over $100,000 for her grandmother. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't show how... If that doesn't show how stupid she actually is, folks, I don't know what will. That was genius. Shout out to those who started that GoFundMe page. <sighs> Jay Van Brown on Rumble says, AOC is a POW of her own imagination. Lisa says, Grandma refused the donations from Republicans. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. She actually refused? <laughs> <laughs> Roxy says a on YouTube says AOC literally said she was attacked by donations. What's she doing? Hiding behind the door? <gasps> oh, I hope that GoFundMe page doesn't find its way in here. I hope that all of that money that the conservatives raised for my me abuela doesn't find their way in here. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh man! Anyway. See, we got some trolls on YouTube. That's okay. How you doing, trolls? Good to see you. I'm going to shoot back over to Rumble real quick where, you know, actual real people exist. We've got over 6,000 watching on Rumble. That's great. want to give you an update on Arizona, folks. Um, they are about 90% done of the forensic audit, 90% of the way done of the forensic audit in Arizona. That is actually really, 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 really good news. They said it's going to be several weeks before the forensic auditors actually tell you whether Biden won or whether Trump actually won. So we're going to have to wait on that. However, we know it's all going to be done on Trump's birthday, which is June 14th. But let me read something to you from former Army Captain of Military Intelligence, Seth Keschel. Because he breaks down the election data in Maricopa County really well. He said this. Arizona has historically been a Republican state. Since World War II, it has only voted for a Democrat twice. 1948 and 1996. Maricopa has not voted for a Democrat since 1948. John Kerry added 118,166 votes in 2004. Barack Obama added 97,677 votes in Maricopa in 2008. Hillary Clinton added 100,619 votes in Maricopa County in 2016. But amazingly enough, Joe Biden, who walks around drawing circles everywhere, uh, added 337, 867 votes in Maricopa County in 2020. Biden, quote, won Arizona by 10,457 votes. So, if 005 percent of the 2.1 million ballots in Maricopa County are illegal or invalid, then for the first time in history of the United States, that would have been wrongfully awarded in the American Electoral College. So basically what this, what this, um, what this guy is saying is, this place hasn't been blue since 1948. And all of a sudden, this guy who doesn't even come out of his basement comes flying out of his basement, draws some circles on the ground, and all of a sudden he gets 350,000 new voters? Something's wrong there, folks. Something doesn't smell right in the kitchen, and I have a feeling 
that this forensic audit is going to show a lot more than we think it is. And you know what's going to happen in Pennsylvania? And today, Georgia legislative members are actually going to Maricopa County to do the exact same thing that Mastriano and the Pennsylvania legislature did last week. They're going there so they can get the blueprint on how to do their own forensic audit. And I cannot wait to see the outcome of both. All right, folks. A couple more stories here. Um, check this out. Even states where Trump definitely, we knew he won, and even states that we knew that he definitely would not win are starting their own process, the beginning stages of their own process for their own forensic audits. What do I mean by that? North Carolina, a state that President Trump won pretty easily. They want to do their own forensic audit. So they are starting to do the beginning stages of putting that together and seeing how that would look like in their state. Massachusetts, one of the most liberal places on earth, you think anyway. But did you see the, the, uh, the flag drop at Fenway Park the other day, yesterday? The flag drop where they put the Trump one flag out and the whole crowd went nuts in cheers for the flag at Fenway in Massachusetts. And now... We have people in Massachusetts who are trying to get their own forensic audit done in their counties. So, like I said, every state is a border state, and you're going to start seeing states that you never even thought of. That you, you thought, why are they doing a forensic audit there? And the reason why you're going to start seeing these forensic audits happening everywhere is because we believe, this is my belief, and this is the belief of many, many others, that President Trump probably got closer to 90 million votes while resident corn pop probably got closer to about 50 million. And why is that important? It's important to know the truth, folks. Whether he won a state or whether he didn't, it's still important to get to the bottom of the truth and find out exactly what happened. And that's what we're going to figure out, state by state by state. Massachusetts is one of the most liberal places on earth, and they're even talking about doing it now. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot, we got a big movement going here. And this is for the first time in history have we ever taken something this far as it pertains to a forensic audit of a presidential election. We are in uncharted waters, so no matter what Sidney Powell says, no matter what Lynn Wood says, no matter what President Trump says, no matter what um, Jenna Ellis says, no matter what I say, no matter what Mike Lindell says, no matter what um, uh, anybody says, General Flynn, we are in uncharted waters. We don't know what the future holds. Only God knows what the future holds. What we have to do is keep pushing, keep unifying our party, pushing out the bad cancer, and continuing to push forward, being loud, being open, and letting the world hear exactly what we think happened and not stopping. That's what we got to do. That's huge. All right, folks. President Trump will be going out on tour with Bill O'Reilly. They're going to be going out on a tour, uh, four tour dates, where they're going to be doing a show together. Bill O'Reilly and President Trump, two ma massive personalities, two alpha males up there talking about where the country was, where the country is, and where the country is going. President Trump is going to be on fire. He started his new stage of politics in North Carolina. You're going to see rallies. You're going to see shows like this with Bill O'Reilly where they go and they do four shows, five shows, six shows on tour, on stages for people. 
They're, he is going to come back in with a bang. He's going to become. He's going to. He is going to make himself known bigger, badder, and better than 2016. And you watch this movement. You watch it unfold. You're about to see something of the likes that you've never seen before in politics, <clears throat> especially from the Republican Party. And all of that glory goes to God first, Trump second, and all of us third who are fighting right along with him. And I can't wait to see the outcome. Cannot wait. All right, folks, you can um, see all the recorded versions of this show on Rumble, Clout Hub, Telegram, and Parlor. As soon as I get this uploaded afterwards, you'll be able to see the recorded versions there. Hopefully the live version stays up on Rumble. They're having a little bit of a hard time right now holding on to the live uh, video and keeping it up there, but they're working on that. And I don't know if I'll yet keep this one on YouTube or not, but the fact of the matter is all of you are here watching. We have over 6,000 people on Rumble, and we have almost 600 people. We have almost 7,000 people watching this live video. I want to thank all of you for showing up today. I want to thank you all for giving me your first hour of the day. I want to say God bless you. I want to thank you for all your donations. I want to thank you for those who signed up for the newsletter. I want to thank you for those who buy this. Sh- Look at this new shirt. Why be a dum-dum when you can be a smarty? And there's your swamp donkey up there, and there's your elephant down there. You can get that on, on uh, JeremyHerald.com. And for all of you who have been buying my pillow like it's going out of style and putting in the promo code LFA, I want to thank all of you. Because if it wasn't for you guys and your dedication to this show, this show would not be what the show is. So I'm going to leave you with that today, and I'm going to tell you this. There are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep the head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. For all of those on YouTube, thank you. We'll see you later, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. For all of you on Rumble, thank you. See you later, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And for all those who listen on the podcast, please, wear your seatbelt if you're in your car. And uh, spread the love. God bless you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you later on.